Blog Talk Radio. Everybody here, everybody here, let's get into it, yeah. get stupid, get started. Welcome, everyone. Welcome, Big Brother fans. This is your Rad Reality Show Network. We connect you to the reality stars you love. I'm Cherry Garcia, and I'm so glad to have you with us tonight for the Big Brother Roundtable Show with the awesome Michael Cowboy Ellis, the runner-up of Season 5 of Big Brother and also a member of the Four Horsemen Alliance. If you'd like to join in the conversation tonight, please do so by dialing one three four seven two three seven five five zero six. And once you're on the switchboard, make sure that you press the number one key. That lets us know that you are ready to join us on air. Now let's get this show started with a little intro for our host. Here we go. Welcome, everyone, to the Big Brother 18 Roundtable Show. Tonight is July 21st, 2016, and we've just watched an epic episode of Big Brother Season 18 on CBS, and now it's time to have some fun and chat about it. Hi, Cowboy. How are you tonight, and how did you like tonight's episode, and how excited are you for tomorrow night's Battle Back episode well, you know, I usually say yee-haw, but you know what? I was rooting for Tiffany. I was hoping that she was going to pull through. You know, I was hoping that maybe Mama Day would be the one that Victor tonight. You know, I, I, oh, it's it's a sad moment. You know, it's like, you know, another one hit the dust, you know, box the dust. Excuse me, i got to rephrase that. But I'm just, I was rooting for Tiffany, and, it's just I hate I to see too. She really tried this week, and 
You know, I just, I hated to see that she was the one evicted. But now, you know, I wanted Glenn to come back in, but now I've got to root for Tiffany to come back in. I know. I know. I know exactly how you feel. I really wanted to see Glenn come back too, but now I think it would be advantageous to see Tiffany come back and see her play, you know, I want to see her finish her game. I want to see that, you know? Absolutely. I feel like she has grown a lot this week. And, uh, you know, I know it was hard for her to put Mama Day up on the block. And, you know, I just, you know, I really didn't like Mama Day's message to her. Uh, I felt like it was, you know, you know, I don't know. I just, I don't play like that, and it's just it's hard for me to see it. And, you know, Tiffany was really loyal to her, but it also gets to the point in the game where, like, that was her only hope to be able to put someone, uh, maybe a bigger target than her, up on the block. And I have to give her, you know, kudos. I mean, that took a lot of uh, pressure, and, you know, to be able to be able to make that happen and put – her up on the block with, you know, Mama Day knowing who the roadkill winner was. Yeah, I agree. I certainly agree with everything you're saying. Um, I do think her her goodbye message tonight was a little um, childish, and I don't know, it was just uncalled for. I agree. I, I, but you know what? I mean, I understand Big Brother's not always classy and all that. That's what makes the game. But, you know, sometimes, I don't know, I don't, when someone's down, I try not to kick them farther in the dirt. Yeah, I agree. You know, and I don't know. I mean, it's a, I guess they can't help it getting to them personally because that's their lives right now. And you know, extremely well because you were in the house you know that's that's your life while you're living it um but you do know it's a game and therefore there's no reason to take you know personal jabs and i don't know It, it just hurts me to see that no i totally agree but on a positive note I'm excited for the guests that we have tonight. Um, Me I'm, I'm looking too. forward. I'm looking forward to this guest. I think the world of this person. Uh, she's just a, a tough person uh, in and out, and you know, I just, you know, I'm a huge fan of Lydia Rose, and you know, and she knows that. But you know. We were Alliance members in season 11 called the Offbeats. And, you know, I stay loyal to my Alliance, and, you know, it was created for me, but uh, it fit, you know. And I have became really good friends with Offbeats over the uh, years and uh, hung out with them. And, you know, Lydia Rose is just an incredible person, and I'm just so ecstatic to be able to talk Big Brother and see what she's been up to because I think it's been four or five years since I've uh, seen her. So I'm really excited for tonight. It's like a family reunion on the Rad Reality Show. 
Aw. Yeah, when I talked to her, I was like, you know, I told her, I'll never forget when I met her. And she was just so sweet and so kind. And I told her, I I will always be so grateful for having the opportunity to go out to L.A. and Vegas the times that I did because I feel like I met the very best of the Big Brother house guests. And she's right up there amongst the top of them. And she's just always so sweet and kind to everyone. And it doesn't matter who you are. She never, you know, tries to make you feel like she's better than or, you know, she never looks down her nose at people and, She's just always so sweet and kind to everyone. And I I just think the world of her. And so having her on the show tonight is really going to be a treat for me, too. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, You know, I was going back, you know, uh, trying to find a good picture, you know, of Lydia and I. And, of course, you know, we couldn't make it work, but... Um, you know, it brought back memories on the golf course at Kells and, you know, hanging out with that group of people. And, you know, to me, that was the year that so many relationships uh, was created. You know, that was where uh, I got to meet Dan for the first time. Uh, Sheila, you know, there was so many great people. Chicken George, uh, you know, it was just amazing, amazing time. And, you know, of course, you know, obviously Howie and James was out there. And, you know, Kel put amazing Big Brother reunion for say together every year. And, you know, to be able to be a part of that was inspirational. I was able to take my mother up there, you know, after chemo and you know, it's just a very beautiful scenery, and, you know, I created some great relationships uh, from that event. Dan, and, uh, Dan was calling me from up there and putting uh, Big Brother alumni on the phone to talk to me because I couldn't make it. So Dan was calling me from up there and having people say hi to me <laughs> from the events up there. That was his first event. And uh, he he called me once, and it was so funny because we had a tornado going over my house. And it was when there was, uh, you guys were up there having the dance, and it was just starting. And so there was all these people, like, in the bar and stuff. And he called me. I think he was getting ready to put Howie on the phone to say hi to me. And I said, Dan, it's hard for me to talk. I said, there's a tornado going over my house right now. I said, I'm underneath my my table downstairs. I said, I have my dogs and I downstairs underneath the table. And there's a tornado going over my house. And he was like, what? There's a tornado going over your house right now? And he said it out loud in front of everybody. I was like, oh, my God, Dan. (laughs) 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 So everybody out there knew that I was at home with a tornado going over my house. (laughs) <laughs> well, I tell you what, speaking of Howie, you know, I talked to him today, and, of course, 
Uh, I think we will be having him on the show in the next couple weeks, and, you know, I'm looking forward to that. And, of course, uh, next week we have Devin uh, from Big Brother uh, next week, and so I'm excited to see what he's up to. Uh, He said his daughter just turned four years old, so there's Uh a lot to catch up, you know, with him next week. And, you know, I tell you what, you know, it's, it's a great, great family that we live in, uh, you know, and be a part of. And so I'm very blessed yeah. to be a part of it. Howie's doing weather in Joplin, Missouri now, not far from me. Um, and actually where one of the largest tornadoes in history uh, took place five years ago. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, you know, we'll have to ask him how about that when he comes on. Yeah, y'all y'all gonna have to reach out and have a lunch date. That would be that would be uh, crazy, you know. Have a lunch date with Howie, you know. So that he's just incredible person as well, and that will be some good times. But uh, you know, it's it's just amazing. Um, how many seasons we were in, you know, 18 seasons of Big Brother, and it still continues and strong at that. And, you know, this season, you know, things have, you know, changed so much. And, you know, I don't feel like it's, you know, a predictable season so far. I feel like it has gone both ways, you know. But I'm here to see the individual games. Uh, this week. I'm excited for that. Uh, I still wish that they would still do the road kill, though. You know, I, I, I kind of grew on me. I would love to see how it would work with the individual level of the road kill. There's enough people to still be able to do it. So I'm curious to see what, uh, you know, I think maybe they didn't do the road kill because you got the battle, the bat, uh, you know, that competition coming, and so they had to knock one competition out, so they just literally said, okay, we're done with it. So I do understand, you know, taking it out, but I think it would have been kind of neat to see the individual part of it and see how well it would turn out. Yeah, I kind of hate to see that go, too. It added another level of... um drama in the house with, you know, it being a secret. Of course, I think every time they all, you know, revealed who the, the who won the, the uh, roadkill comp, but it did add another level of drama in the house having the roadkill comp. So I kind of hate to see it go, but I do want to let you know that we have your special guest on the switchboard. Awesome. Let's bring her up. I'm so excited to have her. It's just a treat to have her back with us. It's been so long. We now have the very, very special Lydia from Big Brother 11 on with us. Hi, Lydia. Hi. You both are too, too sweet. You guys are way too nice. (laughs) No, we're not. You are so sweet. You, 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 honestly, too, when Cherry asked me today, Cowboy, I was at work, I was like, yeah, for Cowboy, yeah, 
I wish I would have held on to a toilet bowl longer to get him in our season. Absolutely. You know, I tell you what, it's, you know, it's been about four or five years since I've seen you. And, you know, I, I think the world of you and I, you know, it's, it's just crazy how, you know, we created strong relationships, you know, in the big brother community and we have our own lives and, you know, it's so weird how, you know, it all comes together. And I was talking about Kale's place and, you know, I I miss Kelly's place. I wish she was still. You know doing what? That that, that was like a magical time in Big Brother, where like, you know, everyone knew their history, respected past house guests, knew what the game was, really like felt very honored that you got to be a house guest and play this game, and it was such more of like a family bond, and nobody was trying to like use anyone to gain anything, and I feel really lucky that like. I got, you know, I was in the season I was in. I got to have those memories with, like, you and Kale and everyone else. Like, so, yeah. Yeah. You know, I just wish that I was able to play the game with you guys. I feel like in that season, I feel like I could have played with every one of y'all. And, you know, Roddy Tabbitt and Mingle Mix. Uh, you know, y'all's season was really a great uh, season for me to be able to go in, you know, and visit with Ronnie Tabbitt, you know, he was like, you know, if it was voting, if we had to vote. Oh, we, we across the board, it would have been you. Yeah. If we got to see who was coming in, it would have been you hands down because nobody wanted Brian. Everyone was like, Jessica, there's no way because she right. like, she would be way too socially like on top of her game. And we, we were scared yeah. of that. And nobody would have picked Jesse. Like, nobody would have. Like, Absolutely. Not, not anything against him, but it's like, yeah, he caused problems in his season. So we're going to say pass, Cowboy. Everyone loved him. And yes. Well, I tell you what, my mother is not a big Jesse fan, but I think it's just because she's biased. My mother, my mother, my mother isn't either. So don't worry. <laughs> that is hilarious. So what have you been up to? Are you doing things with your artwork? What are what are you doing? What is Lydia Rose oh, up to now? Um, I actually like I'm super, super fortunate. I work in the fashion industry and I work for a clothing company called Iron Fist Clothing. And it's like alternative clothing, like you know, there's something for like the rocker chick or, or guy. You know, it's like tattoo driven, it's very artsy. Um, I used to, like, I do all of the online e-commerce and customer service and social media for them. So it's really fun. I get to be around clothes all day. What girl doesn't want to, you know, do that? Um, so, yeah. I mean, it's super, it's super fun. So how often do you uh, hang out or talk to uh, Kevin? Oh, my God. I, I feel like I harass Kevin. Like, I will call him and leave messages and, like, start singing to him. Or we have, like, this weird, like, different voices we do to each other. Like, we talk probably every, every other week. I talk to Ronnie all the time. I still talk to Russell. I love him to bits and pieces. And then I randomly talk to Jesse every now and again. Right. So, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. Is, that is awesome. You know, I I tell you what, I, I feel like, I, you know, 
the biggest thing is, yes, I was on Big Brother, but I'm a huge fan. And, you know, I was always a Lydia Rose fan. And, you know, one thing I loved about season 11 was the unique of your gang. Uh, you, I don't know, I love that type of style where, you know, you're there to have fun, but, you know, you, you're a smart girl. <laughs> you know, I you didn't well. love, you know, you know, and I just, you know, I just wished that, you know, one, I felt like I wish that we could have been a part of the competition, you know, and had our, you know, our faith in our own hands. Uh, but, you Definitely. know, let's be honest, this would have probably kicked our ass on that wedgie pa- uh, underwear competition, you know, just because. You never, you never know because those muscles, those gigantic muscles of his could have really like started to get heavy. And right. when, whenever in your life would you think I need to do like physical training from hanging off of a toilet seat? Like never. <laughs> right? <laughs> never. Like that's Absolutely. when I was like, Oh my God, this isn't summer camp. Like this is business. Big Brother is like some hardcore crazy comps, and I don't know if I'm ready to sacrifice myself to win anything. Well, you know, well, speaking of house guests coming back, what do you think about the four house guests that came back this season of Big Brother? Okay, the only one that I have any interaction or any kind of view is Frank. I met him. He was lovely when I met him. Um, but that, you know, I spent maybe like just a few hours with him. So I don't really know him as a person or anything. But it just seems like the four people they did get, get to go back, there was no connecting thread or no rhyme or reason to why these four people were chosen as castaways or stowaways or whatever they want to call it. And it was just kind of like, Modge Podge, like I don't know if they had a better idea for this season, and like it blew up in their face right beforehand. So, um, I just think it's super random, and I mean, it's like they mashed up like my season with like the teams and the coaches thing, and then like they got this, which I mean, it just seems like an afterthought. Like I feel like. CBS and Big Brother is far too creative, and this is just kind of like wah wah. Right. Well, you know, I actually, uh, my fiance and I, we got to go to James's place in Wichita Falls, which is about two and a half hours uh, from where I live, and we got to hang out with him and some of the other house guests from uh, last season. And you know, James was amazing. Uh, he, he welcomed me in open arms. Uh, he, you know, it was just amazing, just the uh, hospitality that he shared. Uh, you know, he wanted to pay for my hotel room uh, when we came down, and I was like, James, I, I appreciate it. I would be it. like, I'm, yes, I'm... America's favorite. You can put me up. Thank you, sir. <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, you know, um... I don't know. <laughs> I'm very prideful, you know, you know yeah. I just have that. But just, you know, him offering, uh, you know, he's just incredible. But what I saw was he was not, he was still stunned uh, by just getting out of the Big Brother house. Uh, the, we were at a 500 people meet and greet, give or take. And, I mean, he was just amazing. It was him, Meg, 
Jackie, uh, Jeff, um, and then of course myself. But it was just I. It was funny because I'm I, I stood in the corner, and the ones that were old school that knew who I was came to me, and they were so ecstatic when they did find out you know, that I was there as well. And you could tell the big, hardcore Big Brother people. But, you yeah. know, I didn't want to take away from their fame. So, you know, I backed in a different corner, and people was taking pictures and autographing. And, you know, and there was a situation where this gentleman came up to me, and he said, you know, I was in a hard place and a hard time in my life, and I reached out to you. And he said, you took the time to talk to me and get me through my problems. And he said, I will never forget that. And Aww. it was just it was just very heart-filling. And, I, you know, of course, me, I started crying. But, you know, it was good to know that, you know, I, you know, I probably took maybe 30 minutes of my time and gave to this fan. And, you know, there's no telling, you know, how many people, you know, we've probably helped over the years, you know, in just little situations like that. But, you know, it was a good feeling to be able to be a part of James' event and be able to stand back and see what they were going through. Because, I mean, I kind of forgot, you know, what I went through, you know, on that type of stuff. And, you know, everybody was going crazy, taking pictures, and just watching. I mean, also – Cowboy, a testament to the kind of person you are. You are probably one of the sweetest, most genuine, I think, people to ever have been on Big Brother, who was never malicious, never badmouthed anyone. Still to this day, you are just a good person. And I feel like that's why people gravitate towards you. And, you know, I feel like that really makes you unique because you didn't use your season to gain anything and you didn't have any malicious motives and you were, you know, you you tied a girl's hair during the last competition because she needed it. You know, like, I mean, if you were cutthroat and mean, you'd be like, no, sorry, I don't care. You know. Wow. So I think it's, I think that's why that like people. That. <laughs> oh my god, I like hardcore. Like when I knew when I went through like my short period of casting, they were like you got to power watch these seasons. I took it seriously. And I remember watching your season. And when you did that, I was like, no, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> but, you know, I tell you what, Lydia, I, I would probably do it again today. Uh, you know, I look back in that situation. Uh, I do feel like I would do that. But I tell you what I would have done differently. And, you know, uh, Diane's fans won't like this, but ultimately deep down, I am glad that I kept my word of what I did, you know, to repay Diane to get in. But I think if I had to do it over again, I think I would have kept Nokomis just because the more I think about it, um, on a family standpoint, she would have won the game. And I would hope that she would help our father now that I have a strong relationship with. So on Uh that standpoint, you know, I wish that I was thinking like that, but that's being real. I was 23 years old. I was, I was, yeah, I, I was 24. Yeah. It's like you don't think of those things. You're like no. high pressure cooker, like you just make decisions on the fly and you're like, uh. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, you know, talking about the game, if you were ever asked, say if there was just this big All-Stars 2, would you ever go play the game again, or are you just done and just rooting for people in general? Um, I mean, like, of course, if they ask and, like, my job – uh, would allow me to like oh my god yes and every I would say every six hours would be a fashion show of like fabulous outfits and like just craziness like for me the only like thing I wish I would have done different is I wish I would have won at HOH or veto or something because I'm one of those house guests where my social game was on point like competitions and I just had a bad attitude and I was like I'm not getting hurt doing this I'm not going to throw up because I spun around too fast. Like my, I I wish I would have had more of like a just super competitor, you know, like balls to the wall kind of a, a mentality in that regard. But I mean, anyone says, no, I wouldn't do it. You're lying. You're lying. You would do it. You would totally do it. I would do it just to see who I could torture in the house. Right. You know, my, my problem with it is, how many friends would I lose, though? Because let's be real. I mean, money changes everything. And, you know, that yeah. would be the hard part for me is because I have met some amazing, amazing people in my 13-year run. And, you know, to be put in that position because I'm not a mean-hearted person. And I feel like if you go back into a situation like that, you are going to hurt someone's feelings. Well, also for me, like, and this just goes back to um, what you said about the house guests from last season. I only met two of them from last season. I met Steve, who was a dolly, who was super sweet. And I met Jason. Jason, yes. Is that his name? Yeah. The, the okay. Asian? No, 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 no. I, I hate to say this, but he was the gay guy. Is it Jay or oh, Jason? Oh, okay. No, it's okay. Okay, yes. Jason came to Toys for Tots uh, last, last December. Absolutely. Super, super just, like, funny and everything. So they were the only two who knew who I was, who were hospitable, all the other house guests. You would have thought they were Brad Pitt and Angelina. Like they just thought they were like hot shit, and they they did not know any past house guests. And I was like, you know what? That's cool, whatever. But I feel a very big like disconnect. Like season fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. Like if I had to go against you guys, cutthroat. I'm not your friend. You don't know me. I don't know you. You would have no idea what went on on my season because guess what? I did not care enough to know what went on in yours. And you know what? And you know the thing is, is a lot of those little errors would probably be in the house. And so that's probably a good thing for your game because you have not met them. I think what's really bad, you know, like Jason would probably be in the house just because he's that personality, you know, and everything like that. Um, you know, I don't know. To me, it's – I would think that whoever's in the house, you would almost have to say, you know what, let's have fun. But you know what, whatever happens, happens. You know, because but you also, know – I don't think like they, they don't let older than 30 go in the house anymore. Right. <laughs> 
It's all young people. Like, it's all young people. It's no one older. It's nobody who, you know, just has maybe lived a little bit or had a little bit different life experiences. It's all young people that they want to see maybe, like, hook up and train wreck. Well, right. And you got Glenn, that was the first one out in, you know, the first couple weeks there. And, you know, I was rooting for Glenn. You know, I wanted to see what he had to bring to the table. I felt like he would bring a little bit of entertainment. And that's what really stinks is somebody's got to go out first, and all the young people voted him out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so yep. on the battle, the battle back going tomorrow, who are you rooting for of the ones that have been evicted? I mean, I, I mean, I have a soft, I have a soft spot for Tiffany because I can understand how she feels kind of like she even said it like a free agent, like she, nobody has her back. She doesn't have any real friends in the house. Everyone just keeps kind of like, you know, ping-ponging her back and forth. She's emotionally a wreck. So I get that feeling of like she feels defeated, like she doesn't have at least anybody who's like rooting for her nothing. So I understand. So like, you know, if she were to get evicted, come back, like I think that would be awesome. Um, but for me, there's nobody in this cast that I feel connected to. It's like each week maybe I'm like rooting like oh maybe they're gonna make like a power move maybe they're actually gonna do something for themselves maybe like they're not all going to make final two alliances with each person they talk to like these players don't have like Paul even said it like what's a Pandora's box it's like oh my god dude did you not watch one season because I know they give them to you in sequester so you could have maybe requested you know a couple other seasons like just how these players don't really know what's going on. And it's like, do, 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 da, 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 like week to week. Like these teams are really saving, I think a lot of characters. Cause I don't think if teams weren't involved, I feel like uh, Victor would be back in the house. I feel like Bronte wouldn't have left as early. I even feel like, um, I'm just going to call him Jose because I don't know if I said his name right. I don't think he would have gone out as early as he did either. Right. Absolutely. Not not that I like any of them. I mean, they're just there. Right, absolutely. You know, I'm glad that we're now at the individual game to see what they will bring, and I'm hoping we'll see a different element. But I'll be honest with you, I'm, I'm not rooting for Mama Day just for the simple reason. I, I don't like the sassiness. And, you know, that's just not me, you know, that. I mean, I do root for certain sassy people, like your evil dick and stuff like that, where you you know that. But, you know, I just, I don't know. I didn't, did you watch the show tonight? Well, well no, no, I haven't. But, like, okay, I'm, I'm obsessed with podcasts, with web shows. Right. So, like, I'm listening to every single thing. And I listen to all the feeds and everything. So one week and one minute, you go against Frank and you're pissed off that he's being inappropriate. I get that. But then the next week, like this week, you're making final two deals with the guy. So the inconsistencies of her game and how she's interacting with the other house guests, I think if she does get far, somebody is going to completely just like blow her whole game up in her face and be like, you did A, B, and C, and you were never loyal to any of them and any of us. And I, I don't think she's uh, – and you, you're a prime example of this. 
being sweet and nice can take you so far and do so much for your game. Look, Jordan won my season because she was a sweetheart, because she was nice. Absolutely. Well, speaking of Jordan, uh, what do you think of Jeff and Jordan getting married, having a baby, everything like that? What do you think of that whole situation? Good, good for them. You know, if they if they can make it work and they're happy together, then you know what? Like, who am I to say how anyone else should live their life? Like, I wish them nothing but like positivity and like blessings. And getting um, to have a baby is such a blessing. So you know what? Like, I'm happy they're doing their thing. Good for them. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean the only the only person from my season, and well, there's two of them, but there's two people from my season. Like I will not talk to. Um, one of them is Braden because he said he wanted to chop me up in a bunch of little pieces and watch me die in an interview, and I was oh like, my God. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna stay away from that. And the other person is Natalie. So so yeah, oh, I don't I just don't have time for like. Say. Yeah, just really morbid and weird. But um, I don't have time for anyone being um, just like a house guest or anyone in my life that's going to be negative or spew any kind of hatred. And just, um, yeah, I just don't need it. And I don't want it. As I've gotten older, and I'm sure you know this, it's just like, you know, I just want to be happy in my life and have like cool, rad people around and good vibes. Absolutely. Amen. Stressful to have those people, you know, in your life. And, you know, I've had to cut some reality stars out of my life. I have. Oh, amen. Amen. Because some of them, ooh. (laughs) Absolutely. But you know the thing is, is what's so bad is I see good in people. And then when things go south, and it's like, really? It's like, you know, I don't know. It's just. You know, I've, I've had to cut some ties, but, you know, this is the thing. I'm reaching my 36th birthday, and my daughter is a senior in high school. And, oh, wow. You know, yes, yes, things are just, uh, it's just crazy. And then, of course, Jason, Jason just turned 19, you know. Of course, I don't get to talk to him or anything like that, but that is here or there. And I'm like, where did time fly? You know, and but my daughter, she's got a really great game plan. She's gonna go to Baylor most likely. She's gonna be a prenatal nurse, and you know, I, I'm I'm happy that she's got a game plan at 17 years old because at 17 years old, I didn't have those type of goals, and you know, oh, I don't no. know if I necessarily have those goals at you know 36. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but. You know, my biggest thing is if my kids are healthy and, you know, all that, you know, I've got two boys behind her. They're 13 and 11. They're growing like weeds, but they're teenage boys. They're, you know, they're, you know, breaking into our stuff, you know, still in line, you know, just that fun stuff of being a parent. And, uh, but, you know, at the end of the day, I wouldn't trade it for the world. And, you know, I feel like I've, some great values. I feel like my 17-year-old daughter, who's had her ups and downs, but we we came a long way, and she's going to be a lot more successful, I hope, because I drove her 
to be more successful than her father. And you know, Cowboy, I, I hate to interrupt you, but move your phone. We can barely hear you. Cowboy, can you hear me now. Thank you. Hello. Yes. <laughs> Sorry about that. So, it's okay. but I don't know. But no, I I'm very I'm very blessed. Uh, I have an amazing fiance that uh, I found her in Vegas of all places. Um, you know what's so weird is we we were at the Rio at the Vegas Bash three years I guess prior, and she had a picture and everything. And boy, I I didn't. Oh oh, so Cheryl said that she met you there as well. Uh, that was the year I guess you were there. Uh, that was oh that was when Kevin was doing the sound bites I think in California oh. that year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's and there was a great video of Kevin and myself in one of the videos, and uh, she showed me the other day, matter of fact. And you know, I can't believe those videos are still out there. I mean, who oh my God, I would know, imagine? Right? You know, 13 years late. Well, on that situation it was probably five years ago. Uh, you know, or six, and you know, those videos are still out there. But you know. I met her there, and, you know, three years later, we uh, started dating, and uh, she's amazing. I brought her from Vegas, and, uh, you know, we're doing very well. She, uh, I don't know, it's just our relationship is very effortless, and, you know, one great thing, she's not a jealous woman, and, you know, she uh, went with me a couple of years to Toys for Tots in New Hampshire, and, of course, you know that very well. You've been to it. And it gets bigger and better every year. And I think, how many kids did we help last year? What was that number? Yeah, it was like 450 kids we actually gave Christmas to last year. Um, we That's literally awesome. have, yeah, we have remapped Toys for Tots. We filled the U-Haul up every year. You know, in course, it's still small. You know, we we bring about five or six people. We had Johnny Mac, Jason from last year. And, you know, we've had, you know, uh, uh, Richard Hatch from Survivor. We've had some amazing people over the years. And, you know, it's just a blessing to be able to make some kids' dreams come true at Christmas because we learned that what they do is they give each kid – three toys each for Toys for Tots, and we were able to do 450 kids. So that tells you how many toys we actually raised to be able to make that happen. And it's just, you know, it's a blessing in my life to be able to, you know, be able to give back like that still to this day. And, you know, you were a part of that history, you know, at the beginning. I mean, I think it was – season two of uh, Panther coming up with that. And then I just stayed with it with Michelle Costa. And, you know, it's, it's crazy how it has grown to where it's gone. And, uh, you know, it's a huge accomplishment for, you know, for sure. I'm happy for you guys. And that's great that it's like done so well and kind of grown each year. And you guys are able to like help people during the holidays. That's such a wonderful thing. Michael, you have a caller waiting, too. Well, let's do it really quick because tonight is going to be very quick. Uh, You know, know, uh, we try to uh, make our wishes come true. And, 
you know, here he is. Well, we got about 15 minutes, so uh, we're we're good on time. But go ahead and bring that person up on the switchboard. We have Jordan with us. Hi, Jordan. Hey. Hey, Jordan. How are you, hon? I'm doing good. How are y'all doing tonight? Wonderful. This is Jordan. Jordan is the niece of Ron Rad, who is our founder and who started the Rad Reality Show. Um, everyone knows, most people know it. Ron passed away. Um, and Jordan has stayed with us, stayed loyal. And without her and her father, we still wouldn't be doing this show. So That's we awesome. love it when we hear yeah, from Jordan. Yeah, I remember Jordan. Ron. Yep. So... Good to hear from you, Jordan. Jordan now has uh, sons herself. So how is it, how the boys, and how is it being a full-time mom now? Oh, gosh, I just wrestled three children into beds way past bedtime. So <laughs> so that was fun. No, it's, it's, uh, but it's going good. I love it. That's good. What do you think about – go ahead. He thinks about the uh, Big Brother 18. Um, I like it so far. I was kind of hoping Tiffany stayed tonight. I'd kind of jumped on the Tiffany and Frank train, but I, I think we all was. You know, I don't know. I, I I love rooting for the underdog sometimes, and you know, I I tell you what, I really liked Vanessa you know, in her season, and, you know, I've talked to Vanessa on the phone a couple of times, and I think the world of Vanessa, and I think that Tiffany, it was hard to go in and be able to play her game and not her sister's game. Yeah, I agree with that, yeah. I think so, too. I I would like Mm -hmm. to see her surprise them and walk back through that door tomorrow. I think it's going to be between, like, her and Victor for, like, the battle back. Like, that's who I'm just, like, throwing it out there. That's who I think it'll be. I mean, it'd be awesome if, like, somehow Glenn powered his way through, like, all of the, you know, all the battle backs, which would be amazing. But um, I think I think Victor has, like, the best shot. Um, and then it'll be, like, him and Tiffany going against each other. I hope well, the competitions are fair. Make it. I do. You know, I it's hard to that. have competition. Oh yeah, the competition. Well, the competitions are. I mean, always kind of someone's gonna definitely excel, or they're gonna be tilted in somebody's favor of like what they're good at, what their capabilities are. Um. But, you know, Big Brother is far from fair. Like, there's a big joke, like, with my season. It's, like, Big Brother is the zone where, like, Jesus and God do not exist because there is so much unfairness and so much BS that happens. Like, there's no way that, like, anything holy is in this house because you just get knocked (laughs) down. You You have these competitions that you're, like, are you kidding me? Like, this is completely, like, rigged for this person. Are you joking right now? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I, I, I can. You're competing against production as well as each other. 
Amen. Yeah, you definitely, you definitely have, like, that good old production, you know. They want to say that, you know, it's completely pure and there's no way they influence. And it's like, that's a load of bulls. You know, if it, if it was all if it was all like level playing fields, like the results and the outcomes of things would be far different. And that's what people don't realize is how stressful it is to even play that game because you're playing against each other, you're playing against production, you're playing against numbers, and it's a very stressful game, and it's very hard to be able to overcome it. And it's a very endurance game in itself to be able to last three months to win a half a million dollars. I, I still think they need a up to a million. Oh, no, it needs to be a million, especially after taxes in the state of California. Like, giving away three months of your life, like, people don't realize just, like, the mental, like, strain it takes. And also, like, I mean – with everything that's going on in the world, especially right now, like these house guests don't know what's going on, like within our country and everything. So like after, you know, this is all done, they're going to have like a big culture shock. So, you know, 500,000 after taxes in the state of California, you don't walk away with like a ton as you know, people assume it would be. Right. In the state of Oklahoma, it's it's awful too, uh, you know. Hypothetically, so I won fifty thousand dollars, and after I paid paid state tax twelve years, well, you know, thirteen years ago, I got about thirty four thousand after taxes. You know, yeah, you, I mean, it's not it's not as as much as you as you would think it'd be, you know. And it's funny. I got asked, matter of fact, like two, three days ago. So, do you still have money left over? People, that thirty-four thousand dollars. <laughs> You're like, I have children. No. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, I think even with a half a million dollars, you know, after taxes, if I remember right, I think Drew, after where he was was $280,000 after he paid taxes. So you're almost getting almost half of a yeah, half a million. Yeah, about half. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, so you're, the mental uh, of the game is not worth it. You know, Survivor plays, you know, pays a million dollars. Yes, it's a bigger network, but it's 30 days. And you still oh, get a million I, I would have won. I would have won Survivor if I, like, you, the, the time I lasted in Big Brother, that amount of days, like, I would have made it to the end with Survivor and, like, been like, yep, okay, this is great. Thank you. Yeah. Like, 30 days? Absolutely. Awesome. Let's do this. And, you know, with Survivor, like, second place, I, I've looked at it before. I would have made, like, over $100,000 for second place. Oh, I know. Every day you last, the the total goes up to what you made. Yeah. Yeah. Probably, it's, we, it's, we did the wrong show. We should have just gotten <laughs> dropped off in an island somewhere. You know, it's it's funny. Uh, Cheryl's on this big kick with this Pokemon Go thing, and she goes, oh, oh you know. yes. yes. And uh, one of the locations was uh, this 
welcome to Durant sign. And I said, that's where I did my Survivor video. And she looks at me because I, did, I make a lot of jokes and lie about a lot of things. But, you know, she looks at me. She goes, you tried out for Survivor? I said, yes. I said, let me tell you about it. So after Big Brother, I did a video for Survivor, and I had an egg. And I was going to crack it open and eat it. Well, in the winter, it was like below zero type situation. And so when I cracked the egg, it was frozen. And so it should have an effect. Oh, my cowboy. Absolutely. And, you know, I still submitted the uh, video. But, you know, what really ticks me off is, you know, I would love to be on Survivor. Just for the experience. I would not, you know, I have a big beer gut, you could call it. And, you know, I don't think that I would survive, you know, Survivor, you know, all the way 30 days. But I would love the experience of Survivor in itself and be able to soak it in and be able to play the game. And I might actually, you know, with my body weight, I could afford to lose a few pounds and be able to survive. And I feel like those are the players that's able to play Survivor. You know, See, you, I, I would cry every day. I'd be miserable. I'd be like, there's no lip gloss or glitter here. I don't like it. Like, I would, I mean, Aww. I understand why people want to play, but there's no unicorns in Survivor, so I can't do it. <laughs> There's no Absolutely. kitties or glitter or no anything no kitties. No, make there's you things happy that will eat and you. smile. Yep. Yeah. I'd be the one that would get poison oak and wipe it, like use it as toilet paper, and then I'd be like, I'm done. This can't happen. <laughs> oh, my uh, gosh. You... And the bug bites, Lydia. Oh, my gosh, the bug bites. Oh, yeah. No way. No, it would break my heart to see you out there just eaten alive by bugs. I would, I would, I would, cry. I would just. I would cry. Yeah, I would never. So Lydia, <laughs> could, could you could you and Kevin go do Amazing Race? Do you think that you could survive doing that? Oh, okay. Two of my most favorite people in the entire world are Brendan and Rachel. Now, yeah. I have talked to them, you know, about their experiences with Amazing Race, and like they are just wonderful. They are an amazing team together, just, like, in life and obviously, like, in the realm of CBS. Um, I don't think Kevin and myself, like, if we could get on the plane, like, we probably would accidentally go somewhere else. Like, I don't really know if we would have, like, I would be like, I would literally try to steal someone's phone, like a pedestrian, and be like, let me use your Google Maps, like, right now. Like, um, I was in Girl Scouts for a year, and that was only to get the cookies, and then I quit. So, so I'm not woodsy. I'm not outdoorsy. I'm, I mean, I've traveled around the world, but, I mean, I've done it in style. So any sort of, like, roughing it with, like, a backpack, no, thank you. You know, Lydia, it's you say Girl Scouts. This is a true story. So, like, when I was growing up, my, my father said I could sell anything. And, you know, so my nieces were the Girl Scouts, and they would come to me, and we had a little gas station growing up, and I literally sold their Girl Scout cookies. 
And nice. I think these people were buying these Girl Scout cookies because <laughs> they probably thought I was like Kate Jenner or something back in the <laughs> 80s. You know, I, I think it was just so funny because I literally sew Girl Scout cookies. And, you know. I mean, that's. You know, Girl Scout, I was like, they have really good cookies. I'm going to get in on this. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and, you know, that's probably, I was probably working for, you know, Girl Scout cookies. But one thing I can say is, like, my stepmother uh, growing up, like, I did a lemonade stand like most Americans did growing up. But oh, one yeah. thing taught me was I had to pay for my product, my cups, my lemonade, my ice, and everything. Oh, yeah. And I felt like that probably made me respect everything that they worked hard for to give me the life that they were able to do, the best that they could do. And mm-hmm. then, you know, now trying to, you know, teach my kids, you know, those values. And it's it's tough being a parent, you know. It, I think it's harder to raise kids than it is to do a damn reality show. I couldn't even imagine what you go through. Like, me and my boyfriend, we've been together for two years. We live together, and our bedroom, our bed is filled with stuffed animals, and I call them my children. Like, I have three alpacas, two unicorns, a dinosaur. Like, those are my kids. They're really low maintenance. They don't cost anything. So I don't even, I can't even imagine what it's like to be responsible for a tiny human that you have to make sure grows up to be not a jerk. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And it's hard. It is really hard. And, you know, I, you know, I wish that there was like this, you know, remote, like a called click, you know, that you just hit and it just fast forwards it. <laughs> Sometimes I wish I had moments like that because, you know, it's teaching them the values and the morals. Uh, And I'm very old school and, you know, I'm very tough. And, you know, it's funny, you're going to laugh, but my daughter went to prom this last year uh, with her boyfriend. And I gave, it was very hard. And, uh, you know, I told them that they needed to be home by 1230, right? Well, oh, you're nice. I would be like. I was. I was not. But they walk. She walks in the door right at twelve thirty, and I literally said, "A man drops you off fifteen minutes before." <laughs> I mean, I, I felt so bad after I said it, but you know, I just I want even my boys to respect ladies and be able to, you know, if they're supposed to be home at nine. Drop them off 15, 20 minutes before. You know, be respectful. Oh, that's sweet. See, I would be yeah, like, I'm but... impressed you came home at all. Like, because, I mean, knowing my rebel self, I'd be like, whatever, I'm doing what I want. I'm free. <laughs> <laughs> right? Absolutely. But, you know, the thing is, is, you know, we we have gone through some up with Zoe, but you know she has created. She is an amazing young lady. She's very mature for her uh, age. She's very smart. She's intelligent, and you know my. Cowboy, like, wait! You gotta you gotta watch out because your kids they're gonna be on Big Brother the next season. Like your kids, like they're <laughs> gonna be house guests. 
Absolutely. She, but, you know, Zoe, Zoe won't play Big Brother. She won't play Big Brother. But, you know, she, I think the thing is, is I think that she sees, like, the stuff that I've gone through. And, you know, as, you know, a smart kid, she's like, yeah, that's probably not for me. <laughs> you know, and you know what? She is a smart kid if she never applies for Big Brother. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, like, and in my exit interview, which is funny, I watched it, like, maybe a week ago, just randomly, um, and I, I told Julie this the day I got evicted, and I still think it, you know, I got to meet amazing people from this experience, from then till now, I've met so many wonderful, amazing people, and that was, like, the greatest gift and just getting the experience and, like, being a part of, like, a really unique, cool community. Like, that's, like, that's, like, such a prize and that's something that I hold, like, really special and near and dear. And, like, anytime anybody, like, needs something or needs help or wants me to, like, you know, do something with them or for them, like, it's just literally just ask me and, like, you know, if I'm capable, I will do it. And I think that's, like, one of the cool parts about maybe older seasons is that, like, we really rally for each other and we support each other. And I I wish maybe we need to do, like, a big brother, big sister mentoring program with all of these new children who think it's appropriate to ask for appearance fees, which it is not. Wow. <laughs> you, know, it's, it's, you know, it's funny you say that. You know, i tell you what. This is, you know... I've done Boys for Tots for seven years, and I'm not, Cheryl's like, don't mention no names. I'm not going to mention no names. But what's so bad is when people come and it's like, what is it in it for me? Oh, you know? I'm like, oh, wait, being a good person, that's not enough. Helping others is not enough. Good to know. Absolutely. I, and, you know, the thing is, is usually when they say that, I usually say click, <laughs> you know, I, I don't, I don't want that. You know, it's like, you know, that's not what I represent. You know, there's, you know, so many great causes out there. And if you want to, I understand that you don't have, you know, you don't have to do every one of them, but you know, to say, what is it in for me? You know what? Maybe, maybe I walk away through heaven when you get there, you know, I just, <laughs> That's what I want. That's what I want to say. You know, it's just I don't know. It's it's very it, it puts me in a bad place when people think they need appearance fees. And I do understand taking care of like hotel and food and stuff like that. That doesn't bother me. I do very well with that. But you know, to say, hey, I need you know fifteen hundred dollars to be there. Well. I feel like telling them, like, you know what, enjoy trying to pull this appearance fee nonsense because come, come, like, May, no one's going to care anymore. There's going to be a new season coming. And it's like, it's like winter's coming. It's like, you better watch. Summer is coming. Summer is coming. It's like, but, you know, the yeah. thing is, I miss the old school Big Brother people that I don't think a lot of us even said, you know, what's our appearance fees? You know, it's more your newer generation people. <laughs> you know what? You should be like, I will pay you in doll hairs and candy. That's what I will give you. 
Right, absolutely. <laughs> I would be absolutely. like Monopoly. Some of them are still going on. Some of them are still going on YouTube and and doing YouTubes and saying, and you can send me money at and giving an address where fans can send them money. You know what? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if, if it's I like, could send a turd in the mail, I probably <laughs> would do that. <laughs> to those to those house guests, I'd be like, it's a gift from me to you. Wow. <laughs> well, well, I tell you what, Lydia, as we are wrapping up, I want to say, you know what? When Cherry, well, this is what what happened, and I'll be honest. So we were trying to, you know, get an amazing, you know, person on tonight. Some some weeks are harder because, you know, people's schedule and everything. And I te- I text Cherry. I said, hey, Cherry, you know, I, I've, I've got someone for tonight. She goes, really? She goes, I, I have two. And so uh, Devin from, uh, I believe, se- season 16, they all come together. But he he said that next week works perfect for him even more. Okay, so I, I was hate like, to say yeah. this. I don't I don't know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know you don't. But uh, they, they probably don't was, know who I am, so that's fine. No, uh, he was the baseball player, uh, big muscle guy. He went in like uh, he was uh, playing way too hard, too fast. Yeah, he he was out like in week two. It was uh, it, it was really quick, but he's an amazing guy in and out. He's got a beautiful four year old daughter, and uh, but yeah, so he's coming on next week. But I want to say when Terry told me that I had Lydia Rose on tonight, I I was tickled pink. It's been kind of a crazy uh, week in general, and you literally brought the spirits up uh, for the week, and I'm just so tickled pink that uh, uh, you said well, yes, uh, Sherry. You and Sherry are just honestly, like, just really positive, awesome people, so if you ever need anything, you just Aww. let me know. Like, Aww, and not with anyone, so but, like, seriously, go, I mean, you know, like, if you're going to be, like, super cool, like, I'm cool, too. Like, I have my moments, such as everyone else, but you know what? Like, generally speaking, like, you know, I'm going to be real with you, and I adore both of you. So I, it, was, it was a pleasure. I haven't done one of these in a long time because I consider myself a vintage house guest. I've aged a little bit, you know, since my season. I just so, yeah, want to say, it too, was Leah, I, I listened to what you said about what's going on in our world today and about all lives matter on your Facebook oh, page. I did not and realize what a reaction that would have gotten. And I was just speaking from like my gut and just being very like authentic with my feelings. I thought what you said was so beautiful. Oh, thanks. It really touched me, and I would love to share that to our group page if you don't mind, but I just thought what you said was absolutely beautiful. My whole thing is, like, just as human beings in this world, like, we need to love each other, protect each other, accept one another, and just, like, work on, like, spreading love. As cheesy as that sounds, like, my kindergarten teacher told me 
hands are for two things, loving and sharing. If you're going to do anything else with, with your hands, like you get a timeout. So, I mean, for me, it's like, let's just, you know, every, everybody's important. Everybody in this world has something beautiful to give and like we can learn things and it's just about positive good vibes. And that's what my mom and dad taught me. And that's what like, you know, my whole kind of, I guess, life uh, mission or mantra is just like good vibes, good people. Like you need help and I can help you. I'm here for you. Yeah, and I heard a quote from Gary Marshall, who just passed away recently, and I'll never forget this quote. He said that it's nice to be important, but it's more important to be nice, and I, Uh, I just love that. Well, and love that. When I was a teenager in school, like a teacher had this quote in like our classroom, and it said like what's always popular isn't right and what's right isn't always popular. And I was like, I was like, all right. Like, yeah, I totally like get that. Like injustice really um, upsets me. And I always like, you know, just like in the world with a brother, you want to root for the underdog. You want to, you know, you don't, you don't want to see somebody, you don't want to see anybody hurt in this world in, in a, in a TV show in real life. And, you you know. You know, I you know, I you know, with my kids at the grocery store with me, Lydia, I buy the person behind me a gallon of milk. You know, just to show them, you know, if they have a couple of items or, you know, I've bought, you know, um that's my key is I like to buy them a gallon of milk. And that starts a great conversation piece. You know, someone at the store bought me a gallon of milk. And, you know, just a little stuff. You know, we might not, you know, be the richest people in the world, but just, you know, to be able to buy someone a cheeseburger or, you know, or something, you know, it just, you know, it takes just that one kindness to make a difference in this world. And believe me, this world needs that type of love. Oh, well, and what's funny, though, is, like, people just look at me and they don't expect me to be, like, nice or hold the door open or smile at them or give a compliment. And I'm like, you know what? Like, I'm actually really nice, despite what you may think all of this is going to give you. Absolutely. I've I've learned not to judge people. And, you know, I, I, I find it very interesting, the people that, uh, you know, it's t- you know tattooed up or piercings. Do you know what they they have a heart just like you do? They care just like we do. You know, they have a personality. They care what people think. And you know, I, I'm we- I'm a weird person. I'm a black sheep. You know, in my family, and I'm okay with that. But, aren't Aren't we all cowboy? I mean, I feel you. I am too. <laughs> Absolutely. I am too. And, you know and two of the nicest people I know are tattooed up. Vicky, Lydia, you did oh, her makeup absolutely. in Vegas. Oh, yes. Yeah. She's gotten some amazing ink. Like, I've, I've yeah. seen photos and I'm like, wow, like, she's gone for it, which is awesome. She lives real close to me here. And she's actually, she's getting ready to take me out for my birthday here in just a few days. Her and I are very, Fun. very close. Fun. And I'm jealous. 
<laughs> oh, I wish you were here so you could be with us. Well, come out. I mean, I tell everyone, come out to California and we'll go to Disneyland because that's where I am on my time off. Hey, you uh-huh. know, it's, 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 hey, Lydia, it's funny you say that. So um, we we took the kids to Disneyland a couple of years ago, but Cheryl's father lives about five minutes from Disneyland out there. But uh, when I proposed to Cheryl uh, a year ago, it was at Disney World at Ariel Grotto's. Oh, uh, oh my you God! Know, okay. I've personally never been, but I'm very, I'm very jealous. She got that proposal. Good job, cowboy. And like Disneyland, I am like, I have a Mickey Mouse tattooed on my middle finger. Like that's not to imply anything, but I mean, I love Disneyland. Like I am there at least once or twice a week. Anybody who ever wants to go, you just hit me up. Absolutely. You know, I, I average once a year. Usually I'm not going to probably make it this year. I made it. I think twice actually last year, but I didn't know that you were so close or I would have reached out because oh I yeah, I am like a hop, I'm gonna jump away. <laughs> well, I tell you what, I will I, if you don't mind, I'm gonna get your contact information from Chase, and I want us to stay in contact because okay, but I there really, there will there will be a fee for that contact information. You're gonna have to pay Cherry. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so, Lydia, I tell you what, it's always a pleasure to be able to talk to you. Some of my best memories um, was us in a golf cart just talking, having oh a good time. Oh, my God. That was hilarious. <laughs> you know, I just, I will always cherish those moments. And, you know, you live a legacy like no other. And I want you to know that. You know, I'm a huge Lydia Rose fan, even to this day, and you will always be in my life since season 11, although I never got to play in that life, but you will always be dear to my heart. Thank you. I feel I feel exactly the same, exactly the same way. I couldn't, I couldn't say enough amazing things about the testament of what kind of person you are and just what a delight it is to have you in the Big Brother family. And also, Cherry, just getting to know you and, and have you be a part Aww. of this crazy world. It's really, it's really nice to know, you know, you know, you always have, you always have some extreme fans, but the majority of Big Brother fans are just, like, amazing. The people that do these podcasts and these shows and stuff are so dedicated and, like, just make me feel so good and, I just I appreciate you both and thank you so much for having me. It's been a delight. Well, anytime it's you've been, been our pleasure. Platform. If you I mean, ever have, I feel bad we didn't talk about a lot of Big Brother, but it was good to chat, guys. Absolutely. All right, Lydia. <laughs> thank you so much. Thanks, and you two have a great night. You, you have to come back and join us again so we can talk more Big Brother next time. Lydia, thank oh, you so much. It has been just such a treat talking with you and hearing about what's going on in your life and, and just hearing from you again. It's been way too long. Let's not make it so long between chatting again. And yes. I just appreciate hearing from you so much. And I, to both of you. I, hope, I hope that... Uh, we get to hear from you soon, and nothing but unicorns and kitties and glitter for you always. I just adore yes. you, and 
(laughs) (laughs) So take care, babe, and just hugs and kisses to you, sweetie. Thanks, thanks. Unicorn unicorn kisses for everyone. Um, Thank you, babe. Okay, night, guys. Night, Night, sweetie. What a doll. I just adore her. Terry, thank you so much. Uh, That's a treat. Uh, You know, just to be able to have Lydia Rose on my show, uh, it's been years since we've had her on the Rad Reality Show. And so I do appreciate you making that happen. And, you know, I'm glad that, you know, next week works even better for Devin and be able to have Devin on. Uh, you know, next week, but, um, you know, I, I just think the world of her and, you know, I just, it's just crazy. I live, you know, even you, you know, we're, we're on the other end of the world from her and I wish I, you know, lived closer and, you know, it's just, I didn't realize that she was literally down the road from Disneyland. I mean, it's just, that is crazy how many times I have literally, been in that area to be able to just throw a rock at her and say, hey, come hang out with us. <laughs> right. Wow. That would have been so much fun to have her, you know, there when you went to uh, Disney with Dan. She's just so upbeat and so so much fun, always, always has a smile on her face. She's always so kind and so sweet. She would have been a blast to have with you. Absolutely. Is our other guest still on the switchboard? Uh, she is not. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> we'll have to text her. And say, I've been thinking of her and the family. I was just, you know, like, we haven't even had her on yet. But, you know, tonight was a different type of night. And, you know, I... I want her to know that she's always got an open invitation to call in and, you know, be a part of the show because without their family, you know, this show wouldn't continue as well. And so I'm very grateful, Jordan and, um, you know, Ron's uh, family. So I just feel so bad. And I understand, you know, it's, you know, put the babies down and now it's wind down time and, you know, so – Hopefully we can make that up to her and, uh, you know, make that happen. I, it was just great to be able to hear her voice. I didn't realize she was the mama. I mean, I time has just gone by, you know, I guess I guess it's with She's the a man. She's mom. Yes, yes. Three boys. That is awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. Well, Cherry, I know that we didn't talk a lot about Big Brother, but I tell you what, there's going to be a lot happening this week, and, you know, we've got Devin on, you know, uh, our show next week, and I know that there's going to be a lot to talk about for Manic Monday uh, with Michelle to figure out who's coming back into the house. I'm excited for that. Um, I don't even know what my schedule is like, you know, for Monday offhand. Uh, but does she have any guests for Monday as of right now? Um, yes. I'm almost afraid to tell you who it is. Why? Well, 
don't be afraid. She has Vanessa coming on. Does she really? Yes. That she is just told awesome. me yesterday. Well, awesome. Well, I might have to be a part of the show. I might have to wreck the Medic Monday show. No, it's there you I'm go. So Call excited. in. Uh, I'm I'm looking at my schedule right now to see what the game plan is. Oh, it stinks. I close that day. We'll we'll see if I'd be able to call in about fifteen twenty minutes on Monday. But wow, I'm excited. That's big news, though. Vanessa on the Manic Monday show with Michelle Costa. That is, you know what? We're all in this together, and I'm so ecstatic that she was able to get Vanessa, and, you know, uh, Mondays are just easier in a way sometimes for the, you know, Las Vegas, California people, you know, just because of the show airing and all that, and, you know, and I understand that. That's what I'm up against, you know, having, you know, was it the East Coast, you know, involved. So, I, you know what, I'm just wanting her to be a part of, you know, the Rad Reality Show. Uh, so I will have to call in and, you know, say, hey, what's up, girl? Um, I'm, you know, that's one great thing about Michelle is to be able to do, you know, 6 o'clock Central Time, you know, on Mondays, um, you know, especially right. for people that got siblings in the, you know, Big Brother, you know, house and everything. I just, I really hope that we see Tiffany coming back into the house on Friday to be able to make, you know, the Monday show a little bit exciting and, you know, uplifting. You know, um, you know. obviously we don't want to see Tiffany go home. Uh, everyone here, you know, at the Rad Reality uh, family is rooting for Tiffany to come back. I mean, there is, you know, we would like to see maybe Glenn as well, but I would rather see Tiffany bounce in and be able to be more aggressive um, than what Glenn probably would bring to the table. So I'm excited, Cherry. I am. I'm, yeah. I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited. That's big news. I'm uh, ecstatic that she is going to be a part of the show and uh, make that happen. So, you know, sometimes... I know like it's going to be a big you know, show tomorrow think... night for the, the battle back, and I just yeah. hope the, the games are fair. Um, I and too. I don't I know. Too. I hate to say this, but I think it's it's going to be decided by who production wants to come back. You know, yeah. but, I, you know, but of the evicted house guest, Glenn's house was pretty nice. <laughs> His house was pretty nice. I think that's you know that's what it is. It's just who production thinks will be the most entertaining, entertaining and yeah. yeah. It will be decided by production, I think. Um they'll set up the comps accordingly and, and make it happen. That's how it's gone down in, in past and, and that's how it'll I think go down, you know in Battleback. Um Absolutely. And I could be wrong. I could be wrong. They might they might play some fair games and, and let it happen naturally, but 
I think production will see to it that who they want to come back in the house will come back in. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Cherry, it's a pleasure. I, You delivered on the most – we've had some amazing uh, guests on this season. We have. But you literally made my day by bringing one of my life's members of season 11 on. Uh, thank you so much. More than you can realize, uh, I just – you know, it's been a crazy week for you and I both, and just be able to get our minds off of things and be able to talk to the most amazing person out there. Um, I thank you for that. You, you know, that oh, was you're quite welcome. Present, present wrapped We're up all in, in this a together. Bow. <laughs> well, you're quite welcome. Well, you know, Terry, I've always got your back, and I'm. Um, I want to do whatever I can when you need me, and oh yeah, I was, I was that's what I'm here for. You know, uh, oh, just so everyone knows, mother's surgery went really good on Monday. Uh, you know, I, you know, I don't really share, you know, personal lives, you know, but you know, as crazy a week it's been, uh, you know, we did get a blessing and. Uh, you know, sometimes there's just some good doctors out there, and, you know, it cost us a little bit for, you know, her left eye to have surgery, and we went in, and mom was like, you know, I can only, you know, be able to do this for my right eye, and the doctor literally said, I want to do your right eye for free, and, you know, to be able to get that blessing um, was really inspirational for our family. So there is some good people out there, and to be able to give back like that. And it's not like, you know, with everything that, you know, the VA paid and everything, it's not like, you know, they couldn't give some. And we wasn't asking for anything, but it was just really nice that she, that he was able to, you know, say, hey, I'll do the right eye for free. So, that was a blessing. Wow, that's Terry. really nice. Doctors don't often do that, you know. You're absolutely right. You know, I, I just sometimes I like seeing doctors do good things. And, you know, we have a local dentist close by that does, you know, good things with dentist work. And, you know, I, I love seeing doctors giving back to the community and, you know, to say, you know what, I'm here because of my patients and, you know, just be able to, you know, not necessarily get, you know, a tons of money for a surgery. You might, you know, take off a little bit, you know, and just be able to do that. But, you know, I don't knock doctors. Without doctors, you know, some the biggest surgeries would not be done. So we, you know, I appreciate the smartness of the doctors and everything to be able to, get us to where we need to, you know, be. So, you know, I'm not knocking doctors. You know, it's kind of like your veterans. You know, we need our veterans to protect this world, and we need our doctors to keep us healthy. So I do appreciate, you know, everything that they do, So especially this week and getting that blessing, you know, for our family. So, Cherry... I want to thank our fans. Uh, I know you do as well, and everyone that's going to listen to podcasts, uh, everyone that's in the chat room, everyone that was part of the show tonight. 
a special thank you to Lydia Rose to be able to take the time out, to be able to be a part of our show. What an amazing person again. And uh, Cherry, again, thank you so much for everything you do. You're quite welcome, babe. I'm glad your mom's surgery went well. That's prayers answered. And I hope things continue to go well for you and Cheryl and your whole family. And just want to wish everyone a great weekend. Stay cool out there. The temperatures are extremely hot here in the St. Louis region. We are under excessive heat warnings and will be until after Sunday. So it's just so, so hot. Our, Our humidity is through the roof. And the heat is over 100 every day, and it's just horrible out there. And so um, everybody needs to really stay hydrated and stay cool and just be careful out there. Check on your neighbors and pets and all that. Um, Have a great weekend. And next weekend, Rich is on vacation. He's taking a, a week of vacation a week from tomorrow is my birthday, so we're going to have yeah! a week that we're just going to spend with each other and try to do a few things around the house and have some fun next week. And so I'm looking forward to that. And so that's our plans for next week. Um so we're going to wrap tonight up with Ron, as we always do. I want to thank everybody that was here tonight, both in the chat room and who are listening on their devices, whatever they might be. And I hope everyone joins us on Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central for Manic Mondays with Michelle Costa and Vanessa Russo from Big Brother 17. That's going to be a really big show, so make sure you're here with us. So I think that's going to do it for tonight. Here is Ron to take us out for the evening. Good night, all. God bless. And remember the Gary Marshall quote that I said earlier, it's nice to be important, but it's more important to be nice. Thank you, everyone. I'm signing off, too. I'm going to finish off the show with... Oh, man, what am I going to finish off with tonight? I've got lots of stuff I can finish off with tonight. But um, you know what I'm going to finish off with tonight? I'm going to do this one. Sweet dreams. Thank you for being a friend. Travel down a road and back again. Your heart is true.
I want to give a special thanks to Jason Lee, JTV, for all the wonderful posters he does for us, all the tweeting and all the help he provides to me and our show. And to all of our loyal listeners, thank you so much. You are part of our Rad Reality family, and we love you so much. That's it for tonight's show. Thank you. God bless. Have a great weekend. That's a wrap for tonight. Take care, y'all. Good night.